How can we tackle the issues of 2022 as faithful disciples of Jesus Christ? Welcome to the Pastor's Voice. I am your host, Rule Sample, and I am passionate about Christian worldview. I talk to pastors and ministry leaders about the issues of the day that impact the people they serve, and we delve into how we can address these issues through eyes focused on the resurrected Christ. Thank you to Colin Fells, my nephew, for the new music for the podcast. I will have the full version without my voice to clutter things up at the end of today's show. I also usually have an interview for my podcast, but today it is just me. Today I'm going to talk about the pastor's voice, why I started it, and my vision for this ministry for 2022. I started the pastor's voice late in 2021 after several months of prayer, reflection, and discussions with my wife. I have made my life working on the web as a web designer, a marketer, and a podcast producer for some of my clients. My first calling, however, is and always will be as a pastor and teacher of Jesus Christ. I served in the active ministry for several years, both in the church and in the Navy, And although I am not actively involved in a church as a pastor, I have never left my passion for the church behind. The opposite is true. As I have been in positions outside the church, talking and interacting with people who would never darken the doorstep of the local parish, much less consider talking to a pastor, my ideas of the church were reinforced. The church is the only institution directly commissioned by Jesus. You are Peter, upon this rock I will build my church, Jesus said. This institution is not an afterthought of our faith. It's not a byproduct. It's not a necessary evil. The institution of the church is built into our faith. I would even say that participation in church is essential to our faith. In today's society, where less and less people are professing Christ, where violence and obscenity are the new norms, never before has the church and the message it brings been more needed. And the church is doing a lousy job. That is why I started The Pastor's Voice. This is not to be my voice primarily, although you'll hear it, but the voice of pastors in churches big and small. They might even be pastors that you know. These are the voices of Christian ministry leaders who are speaking out about the current issues of the day, just how these issues are impacting Christians, and how followers of Jesus can respond to these issues to bring glory to our resurrected Christ. I want our pastors, and I think we need our pastors and our church leaders to promote a Christian worldview that is powerful, that brings clarity to the issues of the day, that will change hearts and bring others to the saving powers of Jesus Christ. That is the goal of the Pastor's Voice podcast. Many churches and denominations have tried their very best to preach biblical messages to encourage their members to place Jesus at the heart of everything, to make prayer and scripture a regular part of Christian living. These churches and pastors and ministries are doing a great job teaching their people about the Bible and about faith. The level of Bible knowledge in many of these churches is impressive. 
The problem is not the level of knowledge. It is the application of that knowledge that is the issue. The church and the teachings of Christ have never been more needed, yet our members do not know how to respond to issues both simple and complex. We are silent because our people either do not know how to respond or have been convinced that they are not qualified to respond. Either reason puts the church and her members on the sidelines of culture instead of right in the heart of the battle where we are supposed to be. As Nancy Fitzgerald pointed out in a podcast about her own struggle with faith, our church members cannot even talk about why they believe in Jesus, not to mention tackling other issues. Case in point, several years ago I taught an issues and topics class at the church I was attending. The setup of the class was simple. We would take a topic out of the news for that week and and see how we are to respond as Christians. As I would introduce the topic and start the initial conversation, I was always faced with the initial response driven by political affiliation or economic identification. It never failed. For instance, I would ask, How do you respond to President Obama's statements this week? President Obama was in the White House at that time. The responses would be, I just cannot stand him because he is a Democrat. That would be for those who identify with the right. I love what he is doing from those on the left. When asked, are you praying for him? Those same sides so quick to respond earlier would often stutter. I don't pray for him, I didn't vote for him, or I pray that he gets things done because they are so good for the country, and neither response is consistent with what the Bible teaches about how we are to respond to our leaders. Now, keep in mind, these are good people. They've been to church all their lives. They read their scriptures. Many were elected leaders in their church at one point or another, yet they defaulted to a non-Christian worldview. Once they accepted that we are to pray for our leaders, not against them, not whether we like them or not, but always for them, did they begin to see our president and other elected leaders as God does? That is the beginning of Christian worldview, to view the world and everything that goes on around us through the eyes, mind, and heart of Christ. Once we do that, everything changes. As a follow-up to that story, one of the students in that class who had the hardest time with our president in office at the time, President Obama, she'd routinely come up to me and say, I'm praying for him, Rule. I am. Sometimes it is hard, but I am. Sometimes instilling a Christian worldview can change nations. Sometimes it can change communities. And sometimes just calm the heart of a faithful parishioner who had ongoing qualms about the leadership of our country. It is to that end that I continue the Pastor's Voice podcast into 2022. I want pastors, church leaders, and ministry leaders to make us aware of what is facing the community of faith and how we can effectively respond as Christians, defending the faith, bringing glory to God, 
and changing the hearts and minds of those around us one by one. That is discipleship. That is faithful obedience. That is Christian worldview. With all that in mind, here are my goals for 2022. They are broken down into three areas. Functional, what you will hear and see. Structural, how I will keep things organized. And relational, how you can help this program promote Christian worldview. First, functional. Right now, I put a podcast up once a week, usually dropping on Tuesdays. These weekly podcasts are the edited results of conversations I have had with pastors and Christian leaders addressing all matters of subjects. I hope you have found them challenging and informative. For 2022, I will continue to do these as there is no end to the issues that we as Christians must face. Quite frankly, I enjoy these conversations, and I have a difficult time editing them down to the 20 or so minutes that I think will work for the podcast. Most conversations go on for 60 minutes, and I break them down into three 20-minute conversations. For 2022, some of the ones I have lined up include a a pastor from Australia who launched a four-minute devotional series, a, a man in Texas who started a homeless ministry in the middle of COVID, and a conversation with some former pastors who got out of the ministry and and why they did so and their views on the church and pastors today. I'm looking forward to these and other ones that are coming up in 2022. In addition to these interview podcasts on Tuesdays, on Sundays I will be starting a series on the Westminster Shorter Catechism of Faith. Even if you are not a Presbyterian, I think you will find this teaching document from 1647 a great way to train in Christian worldview. They didn't use the term worldview back then, but it is what they meant. Each message on Sunday will be just about 10 to 15 minutes in length. And finally, in February, I hope to convene the Pastors' Roundtable. As I said before, I think pastors and church leaders should be vocal, must be vocal, about what is facing the church and the members in the pew. Each month, we will tackle one or two issues. You will hear the sausage making as we discuss these challenges and how we can respond faithfully. I can tell you, as a pastor, pastors have as different views on things as everybody else does. And so when I say that you will hear the sausage making, we're going to discuss these issues. We're going to get down to brass tacks, and we're going to delve into Scripture to come up with how we can respond and respond faithfully to the glory of God. In addition to the audio, I hope to make this a video discussion as well. You will be able to uh, to watch the discussion on Rumble, as well as listen to the audio on your favorite podcast provider as usual. Now, in my relational section, which I will get to here in a bit, I will tell you how you can help this area specifically, so stay tuned. On the website, in addition to the uh, the episodes and their transcripts, I will also be adding a few things. First is the reading table. Whether they are books that I have talked about with authors or books that have come across my desk, These books will challenge you in both church growth and Christian worldview. 
Feel free to share your thoughts on them in the comment section uh, with each book. Also on the website, we're going to expand our forum section to include areas for your questions and thoughts on current issues of the day. In order to participate on the forum, you will have to register at the site. There is no cost to register, and I will never share your information, so I invite you to create an account and start participating in the forum. While you are there at the website, I invite you to also sign up for our mailing list. And again, I will never share that information. That's just so that I can let you know what's going on, latest podcast episodes, and the like. The second area of goals relates to how the pastor's voice is structured. My immediate goal is to organize this podcast as an LLC registered here in North Carolina. Now, why an LLC and and a and not a not-for-profit? Simply put, a non-for-profit status, in my opinion, would limit what I can do and talk about. So I will run the podcast as a for-profit business, but I will also make sure that I am giving back to worldview efforts and ministries. My goal for the incorporation is by the end of February. Finally, relational. I simply cannot do this without you. I enjoy preaching and teaching, not to listen to my own voice, but simply because I find a great deal of joy in sharing the good news of Jesus to help Christians deepen their knowledge of our Savior and to encourage each other to develop a Christian worldview in order to live out our faith to the glory of God. To that end, I ask three things of you. First, I really do covet your prayers. Prayer is foundational to all that we do as Christians. On this side of the great getting up morning when Christ shall come again, prayer is that intimate, powerful, loving, convicting, comforting, and all-important time with our wonderful God. My wife has a sticky note on the mirror in our bathroom that says, Prayer stands for Prayer Releases All Your External Resources. I need those external resources. If you are able to do nothing else, I ask for your prayers for this ministry, for those who are listening to it, and for the pastors and church leaders who are constantly defending the faith and leading others to a deeper Christian worldview, and who are bold enough to come on to this podcast to discuss these issues so that we can tackle the issues of the day. I covet your prayers. Second, if you are a pastor or a ministry leader, or if if you know of some and would like to participate in either the weekly podcast or in the pastor's roundtable, please contact me. I cannot tell you enough how much we need pastors to stand up and take a stand on the issues confronting people in the pew. Please contact me at podcasts at thepastorsvoice.net so we can set up a time to talk. Finally, I ask that you prayerfully consider supporting this ministry in the year to come. Whether it is through a one-time gift, a monthly subscription, or by purchasing some of our merchandise or our advertiser services, please know that your support is needed and appreciated. Our ongoing costs include web hosting, podcast hosting, transcription services, email providers, and software updates. You may use the support the show link found on any of our podcast pages or on our episode pages on the site. I said there were three things that you can do. There's actually a fourth. 
Please tell your friends about our podcast ministry or subscribe to our podcast on any of your favorite podcast providers. It would really help. Christian worldview is not simply an opinion. It's not an opinion. It's not a doctrine or philosophy. It's not just another religion that can be debated alongside the other religions of the world. Christian worldview is all about interacting with the world around us, seeing others that we come in contact with, and tackling the issues that confront us with the mind and heart and soul focused on the truth and the love of the resurrected Jesus Christ. My sincere hope is that together this year in 2022, we can do that. Before I sign off, as promised, please take a moment to listen to the wonderful music composed by Colin Fells, my nephew. I am touched by his agreeing to write this for me and thrilled at how well it sounds. If you are a podcaster looking for intro and exit music, please contact me so I can put you in touch with Colin. He did a great job. Take a listen. This has been the Pastor's Voice Podcast. I am Rule Sample. Thank you for listening.